सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यम करवाबहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विषावहै ओम शांति 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 ही नमस्त्री शंकरानंद गुरु पादांबुजन मने सविला समाहमोहग्राहग्रासैकाकर्मने सो वी आर इन द मिडल ऑफ एन इंटरेस्टिंग डिस्कशन अबाउट द मैटेरियल वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड ऑफ नेम्स एंड फॉर्म्स एंड द mental spin of that world in the hands of the jiva the person endowed with a free will so we are in the middle of a very interesting discussion using a uh, a pedagogical tool called what anvaya vyathireka and it's a very uh, you know um, uh, commonly used vedantic uh, teaching methodology that you know when a is there b is also there and then when b is not you know when uh, b is not there a is still there and then these are the two postulates and then the conclusion is what therefore a must be the cause of b because in the presence of a alone b shines and then when a is not there b also layam yati goes into you know a state of disappearance and so now we have you know we have covered a lot of ground vidyaranya swami has covered a lot of ground in establishing that there are actually two parallel universes one completely contained within the temples of the jiva a projection a jivik projection and then you know which is using as its raw material ishwara's projection so then and when does it do that and this was established you know uh, uh, you know yesterday that there were you know that there are two kinds of um, uh, you know objects one is the object uh, which is uh, which is what 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 is this object the material object ishwara srishti and here in the case of the pot called mrinmayah ghatah and then manomayah ghatah or dhimayah ghatah and then we got into this intricate this is just summing up from yesterday we got into an intricate discussion about how these objects are come to light in the in the jeeva's mind you know one is lit up by the by the uh, simple operation of the contact between the means of knowledge sight hearing etc and the object that in ishwara srishti that is to be revealed like if there is a you know flower 
and then the eyes are open sight takes place so the sight contacts the flower and the object comes to light however an important caveat is that the sight doesn't operate on its own the sight the sense of seeing needs the mind to back it up and to bless that vision and then even though the vision is blessed by the light of consciousness but this is not understood and then on the surface level the mind goes the mind goes and contacts the object via the sense organs and so the mind is very much involved as the producer or the agent of knowledge and then what happens and then all the you know all the senses kind of you know do namaste and pranam to the mind and the ahankara what does it do it also identifies with the mind and then when the uh, you know when the prameya the object to be known and the pramana the means of knowledge contact each other then the ahankara owns it up as i am the knower i am pramata i have operated the means of knowledge this is with regard to the objects in ishvara srishti you know this you know this method of trying to know things does not work as we have seen yesterday you know with regard to atmajnanam and so if this much is you know if this much has been understood then you know so this is part is revealed by pramana vyapara the operation of the means of knowledge coming into contact with what with the uh, with the uh, object that is to be revealed whereas the mental you know image or the mental conclusion about that object which arises simultaneously with the knowledge of the object as in this is a wonderful pot this is a lovely pot this i want this pot i hate this pot whatever it be so the the emotional you know component of that you know connected to that pot which arises along with pot cognition is not revealed by the means of knowledge is illuminated by the light of atma chit or what is here called you know that consciousness obtaining in the buddhi so but isn't it true that the object is also illumined by consciousness yes but as i told you the mind is also intervening there <laughs> ah so that therefore you know therefore the since the mind is an intervening factor and since it is endowed with free will and the ahankara is part of the mind so it takes itself as the owner of the knowledge and the light of consciousness the light of the atma illumines the owner <laughs> owner of the knowledge also illumines the ahankara oh i think i better you know relax i'm taking this too seriously i think i need to let go a little more oh i think i'm feeling a little proud oh i'm feeling this uh, unappreciated these are all feelings that that are not that have nothing to do with the means of knowledge they are directly illumined because now the mind which was an agent in the in the production of the knowledge of the objects is now what is now the object of observance and that observing is sakshina by the by that ahankara alone which has now identified thankfully with being the witness consciousness 
it is the witness is very close to ishvara you know yeah it is the last frontier of duality because it is it is just observing it is not making conclusions it is not making judgments it is just illumining what is there and this is you know and there are uh, this is actually very nicely talked about um, you know in the story in the katha upanishad so in the katha upanishad we see a very profound uh, you know truth being illustrated through this story uh, and uh, the, you know the kathopanishad is a is a very Im, uh, sorry not kathopanishad kenopanishad the kenopanishad is a very important but a very short a pithy treatise into the workings of the production of knowledge and how this knowledge of the atma is unproduced and has nothing to do with the doer or the producer of the knowledge which is the mind in terms of objects and that's why we have this story indra agni vayu they are clinking their glasses and celebrating what are they celebrating asmakam eva vijayah asmakam eva mahima iti they are celebrating the victory over some you know bunch of asuras rakshasas baddies and then what happens you know they are having a party and then unbeknownst to them there is a gate crasher in the party in the form of a stranger a luminous stranger you know like a lava lamp of the 70s this luminous figure you know shimmies into the party and is so you know is so attractive is so charismatic by its very presence it's neither saying anything nor doing anything but just there and then indra feels very intrigued and indra is the king of all the devas and then what so he dispatches agni to go and find out who this is this looks like a celestial figure who is this yaksha who is this yaksha go find out and this one goes agni trots off towards the yaksha and then agni gets you know gets completely discombobulated why because agni tries to find out the yaksha and is unsuccessful before agni can ask who are you yaksha says who are you and agni is just baffled like i i am known you know i am known on all the three worlds and who is this is this fellow from some some other loka that he is asking you know that uh, who are you and he says i am agni i am jata veda i am the source of all wealth in in yagyas that is what jata veda means veda means wealth i am the cause for wealth to be born through yagya karma and jata veda also means jate jate vidyate you know as soon as one is born you know what does the doctor do when the child is born they touch the child the temperature should be there that is agni you know even before birth i give life to the you know baby by inhabiting the the the, the infant i am agni that you know that uh, 98.4 or whatever that normal temperature is that is the presence of agni hunger is the presence of agni in the body and so this who is this uh, idiot who is asking who am i but then this this uh, uh, stranger was so compelling so charismatic that he kept on he was in a spell he kept on answering kasmin stvai viryam 
what are you known for are you i just told you what what i am no no what do you do for a living oh i burn everything i can burn down this whole you know party hall i i have just had for breakfast a few cities in california and then i'm going for lunch in some other place in another forest that has you know without invitation i i go i just eat up everything and then the yaksha takes out a miserable dry blade of grass puts it in front of him can you burn this he says what is this this is an insult it's like einstein you know albert einstein being asked can do you know what is 7 plus 7 <laughs> can you please figure out what is 7 plus 7 and he says what's wrong with these people similarly agni says what is this this is this is a first grader assignment you know six year old can do this and they, i am being asked to do this all right never mind let me do this and so he just goes and it doesn't even change color then he says let me microwave it and sits on it for 2 minutes it doesn't burn then he knows some trick is there when he just says let's just go back and then vayu is sent you know the lord of all the airs the, the lord of the wind and the five element known as uh, you know one of the five elements known as wind vayu tatva vayu is sent and the same exact things happen who are you what do you do can you, oh i blow everything out of existence oh can you blow this blade of grass no <laughs> he can't he also he tries not for lack of trying no no he brings in all the tornadoes everything you know but he is not able to even it doesn't even change you know its location from 1 mm for 1 mm also it doesn't change and he too goes back you know devastated and completely you know uh, feeling like his pri- his pride has been let the air has been let out of his pride then indra tries to go at least the other two could have a conversation and interaction with the yaksha you know indra is completely what you know uh, when the indra goes the yaksha disappears but indra has a lot of punya otherwise you cannot be the ruler of heaven and so what does he do he just sits there and meditates and then you know meditates to be shown the truth of this yaksha and then a beautiful woman haimavati uma uma haimavati comes and you know the teacher of brahma vidya in the form of a goddess called uma haimavati comes and what does she do she enlightens indra about the nature of the self sa brahmeti hovaja you 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 reckoned everything you you reckoned all the world of the objects but you forgot the subject because of which the object all, all the objects are and so brahman himself came you know in the form of an avatar so you see that is the first avatar in the upanishad yeah so the avatar it doesn't just have puranic sanction it has upanishadic it is also in the primary shruti so the first instance of avatar in the kena upanishad yaksha taking an avatar bhagavan taking the avatar of yaksha and then the first instance of a you know female teacher of brahma vidya 
also in the Keno Upanishad. Very beautiful. And so, you know, then Indra Atitaram, you know, uh, you know, the, he goes beyond the, uh, what is that, you know, he, he goes beyond this subject-object duality and enlightens Agni and Vayu and therefore we respect and, you know, we worship all of them because they were the forebearers of this knowledge, concludes the Keno Upanishad. And you see, this is not just a story, it is fraught with a lot of metaphors. So, Agni is, you know, the Karmendriya, speech, you know, because fire and speech are go, uh, go together. That's why we say, beware of fiery speech. Fire and speech go together, and then what else goes together? You know, the uh, this thing, uh, what is that? The Vayu um, uh, uh, goes to, along with the uh, the Vayu. See, the Vayu um, is a part of the mind that is Chanchala. That is what the whole thing, the Adhishthana Devata. Adhishthana Devata of speech and mind. So both of these the Vayu, etc., Agni Vayu are defeated in trying to objectify the subject. So the Pramana Vyapara in the form of speech, in the form of the mind, in the form of hearing, all these are defeated when it comes to knowing the subject. Knowing objects in Ishvara Srishti, no problem. And then, and then Indra, Indriyanam Raja, that is the derivation of Indra, one of the derivations of Indra in Yaskas Nirukta, the first dictionary slash thesaurus that was there, older than the Vedas, because in the Taittiriya Upanishad, Nirukta is quoted, and we still have that text, older than the Upanishads, it's amazing. And so we still have that text and if you look up the meaning of Indra, it says one of the meanings is the king of all the sense organs and the organs of action. That is why he is the Deva Nam, Deva. Deva means the, the one that is a Devotanatmaka, that is the, the being that lights up everything. And the mind that lights up everything is useless. It itself has to be lit up when the when the mental formations are objectified by that light with which it is lit up is the presence of the yaksha. And how do you come to know? Through Brahma Vidya alone. Very beautiful. So it illustrates this whole mental universe which is the contribution of the jiva and the mental universe is just a modification as though of the physical universe which is the contribution of Ishvara. And then to highlight this, you know, what we have, we have the Anvaya Vyatireka here and here in verse number 31 and 32, we see the uh, 31, 32, uh, so no, not 31, yeah, 32, 33, we see this Anvaya Vyatireka methodology being used. And 32 we have seen, Anvaya Vyatireka Bhyam Dhimayo Jeeva Bandhakrit Satyasmin Sukha Dukhe Stha Asatin No, wait. Satyasmin Sukha Dukhe Stha Tasmin Asatin Advayam So, uh, again, simply the presence and absence of what? Of this yo-yo life of Sukha Dukha. 
एटलीस्ट इफ इट वर ऑल्टरनेटिंग सुखा दुखा नो प्रॉब्लम बिकॉज आफ्टर दुखा आई नो देर इज सुखा बट इट इज मोस्टली दुखा सुखा लाइक दैट इट इज एंड सो देर फोर यू नो दिस यो यो लाइफ सो दो वट इज द कॉज ऑफ सुखा दुखा इज बींग टॉक्ट अबाउट थ्रू द मेथड ऑफ अन्वय व्यतिरेखा एंड दैट यू नो एंड सो सती अस्मिन Asmin sati meaning asmin here means in the presence of manomayi mata manomaya manomaya pita so the, in the presence of the dhimayi mata in the presence of objects such as mother father etc in that are loaded into the mind that that are brought to light at the same time as the physical body mind complex of the mother or the father or any object in the universe so when if that is not you know understood properly then what happens then you see that if these when these two components are there when the mental component the emotional quotient of ishwara's universe you know received through the mind is there perceived received both so is there then what happens it becomes jeeva bandhakrit it is it becomes the cause of bondage for the jeeva because in its presence happiness and sorrow the alternating cycles of happiness and sorrow thrive like the bacteria in the petri dish you show in some laboratory sometimes they put a solution for the bacteria to grow and then when it grows out of control they put a few antibiotics and then kill it <laughs> so here same thing so if you want sukha dukha uh, you know sukha dukhe this alternative cycles of sukha and dukha to thrive all you need is the mental component of the jagat you know and then what tasmin asati when the mental component is absent nadvayam this alternating cycle the bacteria of sukha dukha does not grow now the contrary example is given in 33 असत्यपिचाह्यार्थे स्वप्नादौबध्यते नरः समाधिसुप्तिमूर्छासु सत्यप्यस्मिन्नबध्यते सो द कॉन्ट्ररी एग्जांपल इज गिवन असति अपि असति अपि मींस इन द एब्सेंस च च मींस मोरओवर एंड मोरओवर एंड फर्दर असति अपि in the absence of what bahyarthe asati api these are all locative con uh, constructions so to say uh, this is an expression when so when there are no bahyarthas bahyarthas means what those objects that are external so in the absence of external objects in the absence of external objects swapnadav as in the straight states of dream etc what is etc here you know swapna and then bhranti this, this was all the etc was already talked about earlier in the objection that we saw earlier you know bhranti swapna verse 26 go back to verse 26 scroll back you will see bhranti swapna manorajya smritishu you know bhranti swap 
Swapna Manorajya. So here, Swapnadav. Swapnadav means, Adi means that list which begins with Swapna, dream state. Then we have to include Bhranti, confusion, wrong conclusion. And then, uh, you know, we have to include Smriti, Bhranti, Swapna, Smrityadav, like that. So then, Swapnadav means we have to include Bhranti also, wrong conclusions. And then what else do we include? We also include, uh, you know, Manorajya, fantasizing, daydreaming. And we also include recall as in memory. So all those have to be brought in here in Swapnadav. Badhyate Naraha, the person feels bound. When, even when the, the outside world is absent, in the, in the absence of the outside world, what happens? You know, the person can still feel bound. Because let us see, in the, in the dream, is there an outside world? No. There's only an internal world of memory, etc. Memory and knowledge, you know, being projected. There's only an internal projection. In, in the Manorajya, is there an outside world? You know, yes, there is, but it, the person is unaware. Manoraja means daydreaming. You can go like this and the person is in their own world and what have they done in that two minutes? They have gotten married to their favorite celebrity. Yeah. So this is all that has happened and you know, wedding has taken place, Hindu style, Christian style, everything and they are enjoying the reception and people are all coming and they are giving presents and then suddenly you know, some noise comes and they are they're broken out of that daydreaming fantasy. And then Smriti issue. So, let's say a person, you know, has lost a object of some, you know, some wonderful object is gone, like they have lost, misplaced their wallet or something that is dear to them. Some object is lost and they are moping, where is it, how nice it was when it was there, where has it gone, oh, so there is sorrow, there is chinta, anxiety, what if all the credit cards are being used by some thief, what to do, where shall I find it, I have to look for it, how can I be so careless, so Smriti, again, when they are lost in that, uh, you know, lost in recalling something dear to them, with the help of memory, the outside objects are there, but they are not really there in this in this kind of a operation. The outside objects are not recognized. They don't come into the picture in the dream state, in the confusion state. And in the manorajya or fantasizing state or in the smriti state. In confusion, like for example, when you see the rope snake, you see the snake, you don't see the rope. So the robe is an outside object, but you know it, it may as well not be there, correct? Because you don't see what is there. So the asati apicha bakhyarthe. So even in the cessation of the external world through these various states, personal where only the mental world is active, then what happens? You know, you know, we see that you know badhyate naraha. <laughs> So, in the absence of the external world, the person can still feel bound. Whereas, you know, 
in the uh, then swapnadau you know the, in the absence of the external world the person still feels bound why because of the presence of the mental world so now let us see when the mental world is gone what will happen so samadhi supti murchasu so there are three again states given you know where the uh, samadhi samadhi means what a kind of a cessation of subject object experiences or duality in the state of meditation dhyanam dharana etc so samadhi it's an experience of non duality and then so uh, where one is conscious supti sleep so shupti you know sleep murcha a sudden syncope fainting you know then what happens there the external world is present very much there in samadhi you are not conscious of the external world but it is very much present external objects are there okay and then in sleep you are not even conscious of the bed that you are sleeping on but that doesn't mean it's not there it is there it is holding the body my body up the mind is also there but it is in a causal form murcha murcha means fainting etc so in fainting again you know there is a temporary loss of consciousness some maybe low blood pressure or low blood sugar something can cause it and then in this state of murcha again the external world is there but then what happens na badhyate there is no sorrow <laughs> no sorrow in samadhi no sorrow in sleep no sorrow in fainting upon waking you understand okay i have hit my head a little bit here <laughs> that's when i fell and when i didn't know then you upon waking then you bandage it but in the fainting you know experience there is no uh, you know bondage meaning there is no sukha dukha that alternative cycles are not there so what does it show you know that the when the mind in the presence of the mind you know sati asmin in the presence of the mental activity that is producing the you know cognition of the external world at the same time uh, broadcasting the feelings about the external world so in the presence when the mind is active when there is a mental formation that is like the feedback given to ishvara srishti where when there is in other words jeeva srishti operating dukha prevails when the mind is at rest through all these states of samadhi supti and murcha etc then there is no dukha therefore what is the conclusion ha huh? according to anvaya vyatireka <laughs> the operation of this uh, uh, whatever you know what is the conclusion the operation of this pedagogical uh, device what is the cause of sorrow what is the cause of sorrow that is the 
Anvaya Vyatireka are the external objects in the world. Ishvara Srishti is the cause of sorrow or the mental formation in, you know, and the reaction to Ishvara Srishti, the, the parallel universe created by the mind, that is the cause of sorrow. That is how we have to see. Yeah. So, so, the, so we have two, you know, two postulates that in the presence of the mental world, there is sorrow. In the absence of the mental world or the internal world, even though the outside objects are present, there is no sorrow. Therefore, the internal world or the parallel universe or the manomayam jagat is the cause of sorrow. Very revolutionary conclusion. And you know, it sounds simple, but you see, that's why you know we have to be. That's why I ask this question because we have to be very exact in how we say. I mean, you know, uh, so therefore, you know, the, therefore, what is the cause of sorrow? Verses 30 through, uh, 32, 30, 31 to 33 establish that very quickly. 31 gives the cause of sorrow. 32 and 33, you know, operate this anvaya vyatireka, and then you know, give that. Uh, you know, make that pakka in the in the head. And if it is not pakka, then no problem, says Vidyaranya. We have lots of examples. We will we will illustrate this through one through two examples given in verses 34, 35. Let us see. putre pita pralam bhakavakyena mritam matva praroditi duradesham gate putre jivatyevatra tatpita vipralam bhakavakyena mritam matva praroditi mrite pitasmin vartayam Ashrutayan naroditi mrite pitasmin vartayam ashrutayan naroditi atasarvasya jivasya bandhakrinmanasam jagat atasarvasya jivasya bandhakrinmanasam jagat So he gives an example of a, you know, of a son that has gone to a far-off town to for his work. He has left the village of the, the natal village where he was brought up and he has migrated to a far-away town and this kind of migration was also there in ancient India. You know, it was there in the 13th century very much. People going to various places to earn their livelihood and then what happens so then you know in those days there are there are no uh, there is no uh, mobile phone no sms <laughs> calling every two minutes texting e email nothing is there so one was entirely dependent upon well-wishers who came from the, that town or from nearby town near there to get the news of their loved ones so here in the in this example an anxious father asks a person who has come from that side you know where the son was where the son is located 
and who is this person not a very reliable person a person perhaps who is jealous of this father or the, because his own son is perhaps a loser and and his friend's son has is coming up so well in another place maybe he's in the uh, you know some university you know or he is the you know takshashila all these universities were there you know vedic university he was studying or maybe he was working we don't know but he was in a far off land and this fellow because his son is a big loser you know and the father asked so did you see my son well you know because he could have said no i have no news but instead he says well dot 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 what do you mean dot 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 what do you mean well you know i think you better sit down for this news what you know and the father of course father's mind is racing you know because he is just out of is completely you know beside himself with anxiety and worry and the father just you know loses it don't tell me don't tell me the, the worst is true and you know and the person doesn't say a word he just hangs his head and just shakes his head and makes all these clucking noises you know noises of sympathy noises of you know uh, compassion and empathy and the father assuming that the son has died even though he is right now as the father starts to burst into tears and cries bitterly the son is you know enjoying a nice meal somewhere but the father are not knowing that cries bitterly where in verse number 34 and then in verse number 35 you you look at the opposite situation let's say the son has actually died but the news of the death has not reached the father now the father is enjoying a fun, wonderful square meal and telling the wife you know what is this this is you have excelled yourself today let me have another helping of this so here the son is dead there and here the father is enjoying a five course meal celebrating some festival along with some friends along with the rest of the other family members you know completely unaware that he should be crying so therefore you know this is again you know ex- exemplifying what we have already studied so dura desham gate putre for you know when you know the, the the son who is alive in a far off land concerning the son who is a very much jivati eva you know so atra you know so jivati eva dura deshe gatam putre so in the event of the son who is in the far off land who is very much alive jivati eva atra here you know in this context far away tat pita that father vipralambhaka vakyena you know because of the words of a uh, some kind of a gossip monger maybe he is not a deceiver maybe he is not jealous of the father maybe he is just a gossip monger because they had the son has been unheard of and there is rumor in the village he has not come to visit maybe he is just dead and then he believing the words of a gossiper believing believing the words of a deceiver 
mritam matva you know all that the the fellow doesn't even have to tell a lie and you know he just have to he just has to gesture a lie he just has to shake his head make some clucking noises and then that's enough for the father to come to who's already anxious about the son's welfare to come to the worst conclusion and what is the worst con- worst conclusion mritam matva thinking he is dead you know thinking that the son is dead praroditi prakarshena roditi cries bitterly correct and so what is the reality the son is not dead that is the reality correct yeah but and the father's mental conclusion that is the whole point here the mental conclusion of the father you know leads the horrible mental conclusion of the father causes him you know unspoken grief a grief that is beyond even you know imagining he, he, the, the father cries bitterly not uh, at the event of the son's death because the son is happily eating something there and you know going about his day here atra that's why the word atra is used here in this context what is the cause of the father's sorrow his wrong understanding his mental world his mental world seeing the face of that uh, rumor monger that gossip milk he takes one look at that fellow's face and the fellow is just you know like this and keeps shaking his head you know and then seeing that face comes to the worst conclusion and that conclusion is what makes him cry bitterly so it's not the son's death that is the cause of the sorrow what is this cause of the sorrow the conclusion his mental conclusion about the state of his son is the cause of the sorrow and then this is verse number 34 now verse number 35 let us just imagine on the other hand you know if mrite api tasmin vartaya mrite api let us say the son has actually died abroad somewhere far away and then tasmin vartayam ashrutayam in the event of not having gained that news in the event of the son having actually died and then because of the distance no sms no email no other ways of communication ashrutayam so vartayam the news of the son's death ashrutayam not reached his ears then what does the father do naroditi doesn't cry i told you he's just having a wonderful you know reunion with the rest of the family members because he's celebrating a festival maybe new year or maybe maybe the son's birthday or something he's just saying let us make some you know nice let's have, let's invite some people and have a nice time and the wife has cooked a fantastic meal and they are all laughing you know slapping each other on the back and having a wonderful time so now you know what is the cause of his joy huh you cannot say the death of the son is the cause of his joy what is the cause of his joy the, the food and the ambience is the cause of his joy in other words his own mental world is the cause of his joy even though the uh, empirical world is what is you know 
gives rise to can gives rise to sorrow but really even though the death of the son has taken place it is not making him uh, upset why because he he hasn't heard it and he has not thought of life without the son and all these things you know so so there so therefore what you know the ataha he concludes in verse number 35 you know jeevasya bandhakrit so the cause of bondage of all the jeevas is what manasam jagat so the mental world alone is the cause of sorrow well is that clear yes no not to the purva pakshi <laughs> to all of you yes it is clear but not to the purva pakshi <laughs> how more we will see tomorrow ओम पूर्णमदूर्णमदूर्नामुदच्य ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ